Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Let's get it started in here. Episode 50, feeling nifty. Check out the opening line here on the Believe Podcast Network. We'll see you over there. What's up, what's up everybody? Welcome to the opening line. Oh, that's it. Uh, that was 40 seconds and I'm out cold. Just like the McGregor fight. This show though will go the distance. We've got McGregor news, we've got the NFL and uh, maybe a little NBA talk. We're getting close to that time where you begin to talk about the NBA. Um, short week. Uh, feel like a true athlete coming off a holiday weekend. Just got bazoinked out in Phoenix, Arizona for the birthday. Xander is busier than white on rice. That makes zero sense. And then I am as busy as can be, but I need to get you guys this content. So on the line with me today, I do have our old faithful our newest helper of 2020 at the end of 2019 as well. We've got Adam Koloff on the line. Say hello, everybody. Or not everybody, but Koloff, say hello to everybody. Um, and welcome to the show. What's, go- What's going on, people? Uh, let me just say, first off, happy birthday, Ethan. I hope you oh. absolutely crushed it out in Arizona for the weekend, even though I know you fucking did already. <laughs> um, also, just what's up, what's up, everybody? Um, I'm glad to be here, and I'm... Um, Wits, I'm sorry you couldn't be here today, but I'm glad to fill in. Yeah, this is the perk of having you, just having a nice fill-in. Um, I did crush it, you know? Like, it was it was a trip out in Phoenix, and it was a trip the weekend before, clubbing with our boy Derek Henry from um, MTV's The Challenge. He, uh, he's been on this show before. Check out his episode. He's somewhere at the beginning, probably episode 7 or 8. Um, but no, we had a great time. I'm recovering. Absolute unit, this guy. Dude, unit. He's huge. Um, and... Outside of being exhausted, you're sick. I'm a little bit sick. I just took some vitamin C pills and ate some turkey bacon, and I don't know how that's going to help, but I just wanted to know what I made for dinner because of my commitment to you guys. I got here to do the podcast, and I didn't eat anything other than turkey bacon and a vitamin pill. But Yeah, I already know. I've, I haven't eaten anything in two days, but Pedialyte powder and water. Literally. Yeah, we're going to be that's looking it, fit. We're gonna be looking, and we're in LA, so we're yeah. gonna be looking oh. like studs. Oh, you already know. We're gonna and be, we're gonna be looking skinny and sickly. <laughs> dude, we are so lazy. So we are ten minutes apart from one another right now, and we are doing this over Skype uh, because of just, just my work schedule. I mean, it is ridiculous. We're entering pilot season. For those who don't know, I work in the entertainment industry, and hey, I'm an entertainer as well as a businessman. So I'm a jack of all trades, they would say, but. Let's, That's what you say, wear many hats, myself as well, you know, I'm working on my music all day, doing photo shoots, and then come to do this, so you know what, 
whatever, dude. They can they can deal with us they being can, in a separate say, location. Yeah. He'll he'll be on the other he's been on the other line before. Or not on the other line. He's been live in studio, so I don't I don't need him today. Anyways, we're gonna get into sports because that is why you're here. Me and Wits have been doing the great debates of twenty twenty. Um, we don't think we'll be doing that today. We are going to get into some topics and some conversations. If they get heated, they get heated, but we have no design debates today. Um, Koloff, yes, let's, let's start them off with my joke. So 40 seconds it took for Conor McGregor to put down Cowboy Cerrone. I was uh, going to say. It was quick. That I mean, was that's a good like, one. That was a good one to start off the show. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. no, I mean, I could have done that or I could have talked about your experiences in bed. Like, all the same as the or the Cowboy Cerrone oh, knockout. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I don't know who we have to ask, but there, I'm sure there's a list of Deerfield girls seconds. who would vouch. No, 40 um, seconds. There's, yeah. a, there's a fucking toss list out a name? Of the I, I was going to toss out a name. I'm not going to do it. Okay. Um, but let's talk about this <laughs> yeah. fight. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Conor McGregor <laughs> comes in. This is not for a title belt. This is not for really for anything other than to warm him back up to the UFC circuit. You had a mild-mannered Conor McGregor in the press conferences, in the weigh-ins. There was nothing like the McGregor versus Khabib atmosphere. They both really respected one another. And you just had the sense that the pure intention of this fight was just more of like a tune-up. Like, hey, McGregor, we haven't seen you since 2016. Or is it 2018? Who knows? I'm going to go with 2018. He hasn't won since 2016. And they wanted to get him that win. They wanted him to get back in the ring. And now it's about to be the year of McGregor. What are your thoughts ultimately? Yeah, what would you say your thoughts were ultimately after this fight? I mean, I'll go into mine, but I'm curious what you thought. Is this really a tune-up? Are you excited for more McGregor down the line? Or are you just kind of, you thought this was too easy, too good to be true, and he could still get roughed up by the majority of the people they're eventually going to have him face? No, I mean, looking at it in hindsight, I mean, it was it, it was an easy fight. But I totally agree with you. The reason for the fight was not to see Conor McGregor beat down on Donald Cerrone. Or, but at the same time, obviously it was. But... It was to put Conor McGregor back in the spotlight. The king is back now. It's Conor McGregor is the king of MMA once again. And they're already talking about future fights that could be some of the most generous fights to the MMA in, in history, such as a Khabib rematch, which everyone has been, will, everyone has been waiting on. And did you hear the stipulation, that though, I think the MMA, for the uh, Khabib fight? I do not. I do not. If, if, if Khabib said yeah, no. the, the Khabib, or not the Khabib, but Khabib himself has said the, the Khabib, only... The Khabib. The, the Khabib. We just titled him here at the, uh, at the opening line. He will only fight McGregor if McGregor comes to Moscow, which I got to tell you, I, I have pretty big balls, and I'm a guy who's not afraid of much. Snakes, I mean, I've jumped out of planes... Uh, if you've seen me out on the town... No, that's a scary man. That's a scary man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not even just him, the man, being scary, but going to Moscow to fight Moscow's child. I mean, I don't think McGregor would come out of there alive regardless if he wins or loses. I think right. there's that's, the KGB. That's a potentially, it's just dangerous. Right, that's a potentially actually dangerous situation for him, but I could see it happening only because... Conor McGregor's demeanor in the press conferences leading up to this fight was so different than anything we've ever seen from him in the past, especially that Khabib fight. And something I could see happening with this new Conor McGregor we're seeing, who doesn't like to drink as much, who doesn't like to party as much, 
who's not doing all of his reckless shit that he used to be doing. I could see him maybe apologizing to Khabib as a man and them entering the ring as strictly competitors and not human enemies. I'm going to blow up your spot because that's absolutely not the case. This was He was so okay, mild-mannered. Okay, okay. He was mild-mannered because, one, no one's going to go at Cowboy Cerrone. He's the older 36-year-old vet who is very talented, has 23 wins, most in UFC history, and has been around the block. There's nothing to shit on him about, you know? But Khabib... Right, and then, but then Conor McGregor knocked him out in 40 seconds. Right. I... Everything you just said. And then McGregor knocked him out in 40 seconds. Yeah, that's disrespectful, but... He's that now he's going to take that momentum and he's going to bring it right back to whoever it is next. So whether it's Masvidal or Khabib or whoever, whatever. I see it being Khabib. I see it being Khabib. I, I would hope so. And I hope he taunts him. Go at the religion. Go at the family. I have no boundaries, to be honest. I don't, honestly. That's what I'm saying. I, I know you don't, but I'm saying I, stay away from neither is he. time, McGregor. And let's, let's see, let's see no. competitors in the ring. Let's no, see let's no dirt shit. after. Let's see none of that. Koloff, I, I don't know. You're the, you're the kind of guy let's, who loves let me, the if, if we're doing me versus game. you, I would smoke you. I'm, honestly, like that's and if we were gonna fight, like I, that's what how I'd want to talk. I'd want you to know that I'm coming in, guns a blazing. I will smoke you. I will bury you. I will embarrass you in front of your family. Exactly. That's that's what I like out of a fighter. You're about to go beat the crap out of one another. Right, There's no then, niceties. Who won? Who won that last fight? Khabib was sitting there the whole time thinking, listen to this jackass talk the whole time. Oh, man. And then and when the drums come on, come I'm going to beat his ass. I'm over it. I'm over I'm over Khabib. Yeah, o- that, that was, yeah, yeah, whatever. What happened happened. That wasn't cool, obviously. If you can't tell, I am so but, strongly Team McGregor that I am down for whatever tactic he needs. Um, I'm excited. And my take about the whole fight, because I haven't really given my take yet, is that and for the for the record, I'm Team McGregor. Also, I've strictly been playing devil's advocate here. All right, all right, Derek Kaczynski. Um, but honestly, <laughs> honestly, what I took from the fight, absolute tune up. Um, it was really awesome for Cowboy Cerrone. Not in the in the style in which it went down, but in terms of it, it was his biggest match, his first ever main event, and the most money he's going to make on a fight in his career. So right. congratulations to him on that front, McGregor. Ready to go. I mean, he was a rabid dog. He has had nothing but allegations against him, losses in his in his MMA bouts or UFC bouts. This is a guy who so was hungry to get a win, and he just let it rip on uh, on Cowboy Cerrone. So to me, it was a tune up. To Absolutely. Me, the UFC won so big that night. Not only did they just take your money for forty seconds of fighting, but they won because McGregor didn't even get hurt or have to exert. Too much energy. This guy could go in the ring next weekend. Anything. Big win. No injuries. Dana White. Dana White oh. wouldn't even comment on how much money they. He wouldn't even. He wouldn't even state any sort of figure. That's how big this fight was. Right. For the for the McGregor Floyd fight, they were talking numbers. They've been talking numbers for everything. Dana White wouldn't say shit this time. Right. So the UFC made a ton of money. It was a great fight overall. I had a great time watching it, even though it was only 40 seconds. I didn't mind paying for it on pay-per-view because that's, that's what the game's all about. It's, MMA is about knockouts. It's about quick wins. It's about stuff like that. And I had fun watching that fight, man. It's just generous, genuinely. Yeah, no. I mean... Honestly, like I was saying, the UFC made their money, McGregor didn't get hurt, and McGregor can make them more money in a fight sooner rather than later. 
But we'll all see where that goes. It's all speculation. It's all hype at this point in time. I know John Jones has a fight coming up, and me and Wits are big John Jones people, um, regardless of what he's oh, doing. Yeah. Oh, a, little, yeah. a little ski powder up the not, nose not doesn't make somebody mention, bad. You know? Um, not to mention, if anybody, I saw, a lot of, I saw a lot of big bets before this fight also about people throwing a million dollars on Donald Cerrone to win $3 million, things like that. I just want to shout out all those people. You are an idiot. That is all I'll say. <laughs> wow. Shots fired. Uh, I'll send you guys Koloff's address if you want to fight him later. That's that's super easy one for yeah, me to perfect. take care of. Phone number, address, everything. Yeah, right. All good. Remember, I send said I can kill out, him. Buddy. Like, if, if people wanted to know, I can kill him. So I think we'll go 50-50 on your chances against him. Um, anyways... That's talking fighting, because um, look, we're, now we're riled up. We're aggressive. It's it's a whole thing now. Um, let's talk to the NFL, because just like Cerrone going down in 40 seconds, my Packers went down in 40 seconds, and I've been... That's why this episode is super late. Let me be honest. I mean, outside of the hangover, outside of just the nonstop going um, since it was my birthday, I, I didn't want to come on air, you know? My Packers took one of the more embarrassing losses of their postseason career and in Aaron Rodgers' career. Um, it's not good, you know? I mean, Aaron Rodgers is 1-3 now in the NFC Championship. The Packers, I mean, for the first time back, it's great. You make your first time back in two years in the playoffs, you make the NFC Championship game. Great. Awesome. Fantastic. Um, and they only made matters wor- worse by like trying to come back um, in, the, in the second half. But it's tough. I haven't said a lot of great things, but you know what? The window's open. We're going to be back next year. I'm predicting Super Bowl. I was one game away this year. Um, I did get the Kansas City Chiefs right. They are in the Super Bowl. So if you did hear our picks, I was I was pretty close. And 50% is better than most because I know a lot of people have the Patriots. There you go. Um, I did have the Packers beating yeah. the Chiefs, but we'll see how that goes. Koloff, let me you know. Let, you know that I'm the first person to text you when the Packers are doing shit or when say, the Packers oh, You can be lose. the first person to give me shit. I'm about to give you a short period of time to let let me have it if you want. And it starts right Bro, now. Bro, I'm just going to – I'm going to tell you, I couldn't do it. Watching the game, it was it was horrible. I think we could agree with that. Can we agree with that? It was – nobody expected it. I, myself, a Chicago Bears fan, I bet on the Packers. And that's not a thing that I've ever done before in my life. And now that's not a thing I will ever do again. I was watching the game in pure shock that Aaron Rodgers was playing at the level of Mitchell Trubisky, the person that Packers fans have been chirping all year, or worse. Or worse. Ooh, that one's a little tough. That There's your shot right there. By the way. There you go. I, don't, that's yeah. my shot. That's my shot, but it's a shot in my own heart at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad you lost money. I mean, I don't bet on the Packers. I've said this many times on the show. I've told you to pick Packers if you're a fan listening to this thing. I've told you to pick them every once in a while, but I never put money on it just because it's a conflict of interest for me. Um, but yeah, they're out. The 49ers look good. I mean, Raheem Mostert has an amazing story. This guy was a backup on six teams, wasn't getting a shot, but Ooh. kept his put his head down. Shout and out Bears moving. Nation. Yeah, he was on the Bears. So fucking idiot. Just like yeah, every bunch, bunch of idiots. <laughs> every good player in the NFL has come from the Chicago Bears because they've been cut or not drafted. Um, Patty Mahomes. It's going back uh, to like going back to the John Harbaugh days. Straight up, these players come here, they get drafted, they suck on the Bears, and then they leave, and they're just like the best player in the league all of a sudden. Yeah, man. Literally, I mean, just two hundred sixty-seven yards. Down. This guy. 
Turned horrible. horrible. I remember a third and eight he scored on from 28 yards out. I was just like, well, that's going to be the game today. Um, so we're out. A positive, though. Yeah, a positive, though. I did. I was just watching the skills contest. I don't know if you caught any of that for the uh, uh, the Pro Bowl coming up this weekend, but they had Devontae Adams out there slinging the rock for the uh, quarterback non uh the non-quarterback player contest, and he was looking good. And so, as a Bears fan, I got to say, I'm a little worried. The triple threat, he could run the ball, he could catch the ball, and now who knows what we'll be seeing from them man, next year in terms of throwing the ball. So, hey, man. I'm that was, that was something cool trick. to me to see. I got a lot of respect for that, man, most definitely. Dude, by the way, if you listen to this show, that is going to be the only Pro Bowl talk you hear probably ever. I mean, I'm impressed that even like leaked in here. Um, I was but, that was that was that was not Pro Bowl talk as much as future NFL talk. I want to see Devontae Adams throw the ball next year. Okay, I mean whatever you want, Bears fan. I mean you guys are going to be bottom of the I, barrel no, again. Because then, because then Aaron Rodgers isn't throwing the ball. <laughs> yeah, you you would like that. Um, let's let's talk about the other one because the other one is making it hard, uh, and we don't have to do our Super Bowl picks. We're gonna get wits. For Super Bowl picks, I'm going to get Koloffs here at the end of the show. Um, but the Chiefs, once again, down 17-7. Um, and I, again, it's just a matter Incredible. of... It doesn't matter how many points they're down. It's a matter of when it'll click. And I know people are like, oh, well, maybe it won't click in a game. Eh, it's going to. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is beyond incredible. That team is beyond fast. And once again, they just turned up the dial and scored completely unanswered points until obviously the end they gave up a cheeky touchdown um, to the Titans. But they won that one covering the spread as well. I did say take the Chiefs. I probably also did say take the Packers. So one and one again in the spreads last week for me. Um, I don't know. I just think this offense has proven back-to-back weeks, although it has started slow, that there's no defense that can keep up with the speed and the play calling of the Kansas City Chiefs. And they proved that. Against the Titans. I mean, they just dismantled them after being down 17-7. And I think it's hard to find a better quarterback right now in the NFL than Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I obviously hold Aaron Rodgers to a God standard. But Patrick Mahomes, probably number one. All right, yeah, no, going off that, I'm going to start this off by saying my Super Bowl, I'm going with the Chiefs minus one in the Super Bowl. That's what I'm going with. There was no question. I would go with the Chiefs minus I'm going with the Chiefs all the way 100% by like 10 to 17 points in this game. And it's for a number of reasons. Patrick Mahomes is not only back to his better to his MVP self, but possibly even better. And it's nothing we've seen before. He's scrambling, looking like Lamar Jackson. It's absolutely insane. His weapons are all healthy. I saw some stuff about Travis Kelsey's illness, but he'll be all right for the Super Bowl playing like an absolute beast. We know that. Got Tyreek Hill streaking always. And they're just not going to lose their defense. They've got Tyron Matthew, healthy and hungry, looking like a 22-year-old leading that defense. They they will not lose this game unless George Kittle literally puts the city of San Francisco on his back and carries them to the Lombardi Trophy. Hey, man. I... I'm also pretty sure I'm betting on the Chiefs. There's a lot of discussion that still needs to be had before I can make my pick, but I think me and you might be on the same side. Uh, he's great, man. I mean, that whole team is great, and I agree that Kittle's going to have to do some work, especially since Garoppolo threw eight passes against the Packers, and you know what? He didn't need to throw the ball, but he also, 
He also hasn't been a superstar passer this year. I mean, under 4,000 yards, only 27 touchdowns. Um, he, he, he wasn't shining. He wasn't an MVP candidate. And right. sometimes and you they expect say, that. They say you're... They say that your team is doing your job if the quarterback has to throw that little of passes, but in the NFC Championship the week before the Super Bowl, I think that your quarterback needs to show a little bit more than that to convince me that your team is going to win the Super Bowl. Right. I mean, that's that's a big factor for me. I mean, I don't think they can play catch-up to a team. Their defense is going to have to do everything, and they do have the best defense, so we'll see how that Especially a team quarterbacked by Patrick Mahomes. It's just it's. I just don't see it happening. I don't. I don't know. It it's going to be tough for sure. Um, and that's just the conversation that I've been having back and forth with people. It's just like Mahomes will outgun this team, but is it possible that he's facing the best defense of his career? And can they shut him down? At which point, then it becomes a battle on the ground. And we saw what they did last week to the Packers. And well, it's all a we'll wait and see type situation. So. Honestly, God, I don't know. Right. I'm glad you picked because I think that is definitely where I'm leaning. I think I'm leaning towards Kansas City. Um, but outside of that, I mean, it, it'll be a good and, Super Bowl. It's the two best teams in the league this year. I'm even, I'm even going to go far enough to say that a battle on the ground, you take out the air attack for Patrick Mahomes, Richard Sherman's on his game. He's locked down. 49ers defense is playing well. Nick Bosa is getting to the quarterback. A game on the ground. I'm still taking Damian Williams and the Chiefs over Mostert and his cast of wannabe running backs in San Francisco. There you go. That's that's what I'm going for the Super Bowl. Damn. You guys will get Wits and Ethan's picks next week, but that's where I'm going. That is a hot take. Oh, my God. All right. Well, we just did a you little bit of a— Right out the oven, buddy. <laughs> we, we did a little NFC finish up and AFC championship finish up. We talked a little preview of the Super Bowl. We'll get super into it with our next week's show with Xander. Um, but let's talk what we don't talk a lot about with in terms of me and Xander doing NBA talk. We've got the All-Star game coming up. We've got some idea of what the postseason look like. In Chicago. Right. I don't know if you're going back. I know Chicago. we've got a friend who works, or he doesn't work, but his family works for the Bulls, so maybe he's getting he's getting tickets for this event. Um, I haven't been invited yet, yeah, but it's okay. Shout out, shout out, shout out to you. You know who you are. We we wish we could make it back, but I don't I, I mean, don't think it's gonna happen this year. I would so. love those tickets would be tight, but uh, shout out to you too <laughs> if you want to come out to the West Coast for some more challenge challenge stuff. But you already know, bro. You already know. Um, anyways, we're gonna talk a little NBA. We're going to talk Giannis being potentially the MVP again. Um, I want your thoughts on MVP to this point in the season. My cl- clear thought is it's Giannis, and then right behind him is LeBron, because I think everything that Harden does is saturated. He takes more shots than anybody. He makes more threes than anybody, but it's also a product of how many he shoots. He, to me, is not. He does not exemplify an MVP just because he can, can score a ridiculous amount. At least when MJ was scoring... He was winning more games as well as winning championships, and Harden has been unable to do so. So he is he's on my shit list, and he's not on my MVP list. So I like Giannis, I, LeBron, I, and maybe a little bit of Luka. Yeah, I definitely I, – I like all the things you're saying right now. I feel like I, we're getting along too much for this episode. But I, know, I agree with what you're saying, man. I definitely Harden, – Harden's on my shit list as well. Um 
I think that he does play at a very high level, higher than most players in terms of his shooting and in terms of his triple doubles and everything. It's insane. We all see that in the stats. It's insane. But then there's Giannis and LeBron who are actually leading the two best teams in the NBA who will be, will be playing in the Eastern Conference Finals, in my opinion. No question about it. Um, but it's just, I think it's clear cut between those two to me. And for sure, being a Laker boy, I got to go with LeBron. I'd love to see him get another one. And he's putting up the numbers too. And him and Anthony Davis are unstoppable, man. I really, I'm just, every time I watch the Lakers, I'm absolutely just in shock. On the bench, LeBron's putting up whatever numbers and a half. And then when Anthony Davis is in, the two of them together are unstoppable. And I know I'm ranting a little, but when it comes to the Lakers, it just happens. It just starts coming out like they're all up. But, yeah, but there I'm it surprised is. I'm surprised you're a Lakers LeBron fan. for MVP this year. Wow. I mean, for me, that I, helps. Dude, I, I, I've been, I know a lot of people are probably thinking right now, I moved to LA, he's a Lakers fan. I've been riding with the Lakers. I Kobe and Shaq were my favorite players as a kid. I've got the little mini jerseys to prove it, so... You know where I'm at. I'm in Yo, LA, check outside out. the bank, big trust, woo woo. Yeah. <laughs> Add Kolov over here. Although it's not, I thought that was your Instagram. I keep doing that. What's your Instagram now? It's, uh, let me rip it off. Oh, it's MTV. God, you've never been on MTV Adski. So it still is ad. So I was halfway right. MTV Adski at AD. A kid can dream, can't he? Yeah. yeah. You should keep dreaming, brother. Um, anyways, LeBron winning MVP would be great for me because that is where my money is sitting in Vegas now that my Packers bet has been deaded. Um, yeah, no, the NBA, again, still not exciting because it's the NBA and they play 81 games and that's 41 games more than they need to. They play 82, my bad. Um, but... Uh, I'm excited for the playoffs. I think there's way more depth this year. And when we get closer, I think it'll be fun to talk about it, especially if my Trailblazers don't make it. I'm going to be hella pissed if Damian Lillard's not in the postseason. But we're going to have to wait and see. Everybody, thanks for bearing with us. Thanks for listening to us. It is a, I'm exhausted. Let's just be, let's be as real about this as possible. I don't even know how I'm going to have enough energy to put a song in at the end of this episode. But... Since we're at the end of the episode, you're probably like, ah, just put it in. Um, Koloff, any last words, any goodbye thoughts? I mean, you're not leaving for good. You're just, you're not going to be heard next week, for at least from what I know, you won't be heard next week. Yeah, man, it was great to be here. Um, it's great to talk sports with you always. Uh, always glad to fill in. Um, we miss you, Wits, and this was a pleasure. Yeah, Take man. Care, I mean, everybody. Dude, that was as short as Cowboy Cerrone's. Uh, match the other day i mean that was usually like me when i'm exiting hey. i make i make sure everybody knows i'm exiting you know i'm i'm the life of the party i am i am who people want to be around and uh i'm you know what? i'll sign us off and you you'll get another shot another time but uh everybody this has been the opening line with adam koloff and your boy ethan rose i'm stoked to be here you also know me as Roz. i don't know why i just gave you my business name but hey at least you know where to find me in the business world now. Um, I hope everybody and has I will a spe- send you his address. <laughs> he will send the address. I hope everybody has an awesome weekend. This will be the first one where I am not consuming something that will create a hangover down the line. So I'm very excited about that because in order to give good shows, i got to be at the peak of my game. So here at the opening line where we like to keep the line moving, we're going to bring you awesome content. 
here soon in the future. So check us out on Instagram, Facebook, wherever Adam Koloff posts for us. I have no idea. And uh, thanks again, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you next time, everybody. Peace. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube